You're listening to Authentic You, part of the Jesus Culture Podcast Network. Welcome to the Authentic You Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us. This is a ladies podcast brought to you by the ladies of Jesus Culture. And I am Becky Johnson, and I'm just the sidekick. I'm one of the sidekicks, along with Erica, to the wonderful leader, fearless, fearless leader, CJ Leapshire. Oh my. And she hates doing these intros. I hate it more than life itself. (laughs) She always freezes right before. So I'm popping in on this one to say welcome and tell you ladies that we are talking about working moms today. And CJ is going to share a little bit about why, why we're diving into this topic, which is just the starting point, like we always say, just the starting point of a really long conversation. Yes. And we also always say we are not experts. We are just sharing our story and sharing our heart and this in no way reflects like this is the way you have to do it or should do it, or if you're not doing it this way, you're messing up. This is simply, we've asked guests on to share their experience and uh, who they are and their journey with the Lord through this. So um, we've had a few women write in and ask us like, hey, you guys talk a lot about raising kids and being moms, but you never hear from the working moms, Mm -hmm. which I do have to say, Becky is a working mom. Yes. So she's on (laughs) this every month (laughs) and she works full time, Mm -hmm. works way more than her 40 hours a week Yes. and has two kids and a husband who travels. (laughs) So she represents you well. Yes. We probably just need to talk about it more. Totally. But Yes. So we have invited two guests with us. We have Mimi Gunn and Kate Bagley, who both have kids. So would you guys like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. So I'm Mimi Gunn. Uh, I'm the director of marketing here at Jesus Culture. And my son, Ford, was born six long months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Feels long. Those first six months are pretty trying. It's a new season of life. So yeah. And and your husband also works here at Jesus Culture with you. He does. He is the CFO yep. here at Jesus Culture, and he also travels a little bit for music as well. So, so yeah, we've got a little two bit of a balance. Full time working parents and yeah. a baby boy. Yep, awesome. And I'm Kate Bagley. I am the director of leadership development here at Jesus Culture, and I have an almost one year old. Mm. Oh my goodness! In the stage, literally in this last couple of weeks, thinking, okay, time to plan the party. Oh, <laughs> so that's been fun. But yeah, so just just nearing eleven months right now, currently July tenth, almost a July fourth baby, mm-hmm. but just escaped that. Um, we are, I also have a working husband full time. He's been building his finance practice. So that is something that we've been navigating with a working mom and dad, but it's just been the brightest spot in our lives. So cool. So as you listeners can hear, we brought people on two women on like director of marketing and director of leadership development in the school. Those are big jobs. These Mm -hmm. aren't, you know, these aren't clock in clock out jobs. These are careers that span, you know, way beyond 40 hours and span way beyond the office. Yes. And so hopefully we can be real and talk about the ups and downs. And, you know, this podcast is all about being authentic. So yes, um, we're going to dive into, yeah, what it, what it looks like and hopefully, yeah, just encourage the moms out there listening and, I don't know, maybe make you guys feel like we can cry together. I'll probably be the one crying on this one. (laughs) (laughs) What I love about you three is you aren't just three women that need to have a job because you pay the bills. Mm -hmm. Yes, it -hmm. does pay the bills Mm -hmm. and it's necessary to make money, but you actually have careers. You have purpose to what you're doing. You're Mm -hmm. building something. You're Mm -hmm. about something. Mm -hmm. You're passionate about what you're doing. And 
that it doesn't take away from you being a mom. Mm -hmm. I love Becky's stories are some of my favorites. So I was going (laughs) to make her share a few stories to kind of kick off. Then you guys can share some of yours. Yes. Me and Erica were talking about this. Like we don't have a lot to add because we were home when your kids were little. When our kids were little. Mm -hmm. And so we come from the side of. I remember saying things, which now I want to go apologize to everybody, (laughs) all working moms. Like the thought of going to the bathroom by yourself Mm -hmm. does sound like that would have been the best part of my day. (laughs) Because at home, you don't go to the bathroom by yourself. I nursed Uh on the toilet more times than I can ever count. (laughs) Uh It was very envious Mm -hmm. as a stay-at-home mom of working moms. Mm -hmm. I actually never for, you know, for women out there who maybe don't have kids because I get a lot of DMs from women who don't have kids yet and they, they're they working and they're like, I don't know that I can do it. And so it's nice because I hopefully some sort of an example. There's not many examples in the church world of women in ministry who have kids because it feels like most women in ministry do the stay-at-home thing. But I actually never wanted kids because I wanted to work. I love working. And so I thought, I don't I don't know that I could do both. And so I just decided I would never have kids. And then (laughs) God had other plans. And I love my children so, so much. But I knew having, I went to work um, three months after my first baby was born. Lucy was born and I was home with her for 12 weeks. And then I went to work. And um, and now I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old. And so anyway, I'm in the throes of it and doing it. It's messy. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. But it also is very life-giving because um, it's just how I'm built. I do love, I love working. So the best part of my day, <laughs> the best part of my day as a working mom, well, I, I love work because it comes with all the challenges. It's difficult, you know, as any job is, but I love being here at the office and putting my hands to things. And I love um, the, the nature of the work that I do. But honestly, the best part of my day, and this is going to sound so bad because I hope we can talk about the stigma of working moms later. Yes, yes. But um, I pull out of the driveway every morning and I just am smiling. (laughs) I'm smiling (laughs) because the mornings, for whatever reason, our our son is like the most grumpy in the mornings. (laughs) And so he's always screaming. Like he just screams all morning long for food, for, yeah, Derek's smiling over there. So this, like, for instance, this morning I had to leave and I'm just kind of taking a step back. Lucy is demanding a toy or something and our son is screaming during his poopy diaper change (laughs) and Derek's like, like manhandling him on the floor, like pinning him down, (laughs) trying to wipe at the same time. And I put my backpack on and grabbed my purse and just smiled and walked away silently knowing like I have to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, Derek. I'm going to work. Yeah. And and it was just so nice to pull out of the driveway. I didn't even say bye to them this morning because then that that creates more like, we miss you, mommy, don't go. Mm -hmm. So I just like walked away and there's a little window that I walked past and I peeked in and saw Derek changing the diaper and <laughs> I heard the screams as I turned my music on in my car oh. and just pulled away <laughs> smiling. <laughs> so that's sometimes the best part of my day. Absolutely. And then the worst part of the day is interestingly enough, you know, eight seconds into my drive to work, yeah. um, knowing what I'm, um, oh gosh, see that I'm going to cry. Like what, I, what I'm missing and uh, the, the battle of you know, do, is this okay, man? Like when they, when they see me walk away, what, what are they feeling? Do they feel like I care about them? Do they know how much I love them? Um, you know, I think about my daughter, like, will she want 
something done with her hair today that dad won't be able to do and mom's at work Mm. and you know if the baby needs comfort you know who can comfort him like me and then you know the the worst part is driving driving away and wrestling through all those thoughts and um it's it's hard yeah and it's this it's this weird wrestle because I'm like man I love what I do I so so love it and I actually don't want to stay home but everything in me doesn't um I don't want to hurt them or them to feel at all um gosh abandoned or not loved by me so it's it's the the best part and the worst part and I just miss them there's just missing them you know seeing Mm -hmm. watching Lucy get older and um just knowing oh my gosh there's you know I'm getting ready to spend eight hours away from them and um that's just really hard as a mom because you don't love anything more than your children so it's it's so interesting because as a stay-at-home mom the women I watched be working moms to me looked stronger than me so for me the way I viewed a kid viewing a working mom compared to a stay-at-home mom was um that woman's stronger mm. than my mom. That wow. woman goes out and takes on the world and <laughs> can do stuff that my mom can't do. Wow. It, isn't that? So, it, yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah. Yep. So to me, Lucy gets to watch a powerful woman <laughs> yeah. who walks out with purpose mm-hmm. and trusts her husband <laughs> to handle their gorilla baby. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, like yeah. for me, it's this powerful picture of strength and mm-hmm. of showing your kids, um, I trust the Lord, mm-hmm. number one, mm-hmm. with who you are and mm-hmm. with who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, and number two, that you can do things. Yeah. You know, like you have what it takes to do things. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. What about you ladies? First part, best part as a, as a working mom? I mean, somewhat similar for me. I was, it was actually a little bit surprising for me going into becoming a mom, I felt like going into it that I would probably want to continue working and have that outlet um, as well as be a mom for a season. And I think I probably think in seasons a lot, or at least I function in life in seasons. So I didn't necessarily go into into being a mom thinking, okay, I'm going to do the entire, Mm. the entire um, 18 years of my kids' lives as a working mom, you know, I'll probably have seasons back and forth, but <clears throat> I was actually really delighted and going like, okay, I really could just do this <laughs> when she came. Yeah. <clears throat> and, um, and it was a heartache, yeah. like deciding at the end of the three months, which I was so thankful to get to have that focused time to be just with her. Um, like, okay, am I going to share mm-hmm. The majority potentially or a, a huge chunk of her time and exposure and life and what she's learning and mm-hmm. the culture she's around with somebody else and, yeah. um, and the fingerprints of other people. Like, is that is that what we want? Is that what's going to be best? And mm-hmm. for me, you know, the, the two main things that really helped me settle into that were, no, I, man, I moved to Sacramento to partner with Jesus Culture and... I definitely know that it's not the season for me to shift out of mm-hmm. serving in that capacity that I have been. And I'm confident and I'm clear in that. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy the workday. So it, you know, as far as the best part, I love coming to be a part of the team that we're mm-hmm. a part of. The nature of what I get to do is really meaningful. I get to see people's lives really impacted. And um, there's just 
nothing like getting to see transformation and people coming alive to feel confident in who they are and what they want to do. Um, so that is a great part of the day to get to mm-hmm. go. Um, but for me, I had to, I was like, okay, I feel comfortable and confident that that is what I'm meant to continue doing. Um, but Lord, I really need to hear from you about Elena. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Can you just talk to me about that? Mm-hmm. And um, um, we had an amazing setup with a nanny kind of come open for that option. And so with that, getting to feel that option out, I felt like he said, you know what, Kate, with the diversity and the quality of care that she's going to get, she's going to be enriched. Mm, That's so good. And hearing that from him, I'm going, okay, Mm -hmm. looking at this option that's here, feeling all the components of this season, that, that feels true to me when I look at everything. Yeah. But if you say that that's true, then I can do this well, and I can do it wholeheartedly. I yeah. can. So I am so thankful for the gift that I've been able to experience when I come to work, I can yeah. be really present yeah. and feel free being here, mm-hmm. knowing that she's getting really great, yeah. amazing care um, while we're away. And you know, you get the pictures and the texts mm-hmm. and all that. I think probably some of the hardest stuff while I'm Ways. If there's like a first or if she's doing mm. something, you know, mm-hmm. you get the text about it or you get the video and yeah. you're not necessarily there yep. in person in that moment. So mm-hmm. that's that can be hard. But mm. um. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we got two tears yeah. on here. Yeah. There yes. we go. It's, that, it's successful. It's yes. the heart of a mom, I think. You yes, know? I'm sure absolutely. there's women listening who are feeling the same because it's so it's so tender. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, yeah. It yeah. really is. Yeah. What about you, Mimi? Well, I, I'm kind of a lot like the ladies that you hear from, Becky, that were working and or are working and saying, I don't know that I yeah. can have a kid in this yeah. environment. Yeah. My career is mm-hmm. really important to me. I, I come from a corporate background. Before I came to Jesus Culture, I uh, worked at a global Fortune 500 company. So it's just kind of a totally different Yeah, that's uh, set up than, <laughs> than this amazing place that I'm working now. And lots of women probably didn't have kids. Exactly. Uh, women, and yeah. the, the women that did have kids, um, uh, uh, quite a few of them are not with that company anymore, mm-hmm. interestingly enough, mm. um, that were in my department. Yeah. It's just the the demands of, of the job and things like that. So I sort of came from from the background of like, hey, my career is extremely important to me and I just don't know and don't see how a kid could ever fit into this. Um, so when I got pregnant, I was like, oh, buddy, <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, but, you know, I think that I've gotten very lucky in that I work in a place that has so much grace for mm-hmm. these life changes and these new seasons mm-hmm. of life. So I wasn't ever really worried mm. about it. Wow. Um, and when when you're in when you're in the right place and and, you know, God really speaks to you in those moments and he yeah. says, Hey, it's gonna be okay. You're yeah. you're in the right place and this is the right thing. And mm-hmm. um, so I had a lot of confidence walking mm-hmm. in walking throughout my pregnancy. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be great. It's gonna wow. be so easy. I'll be able to go back to work. It's not gonna be a problem. Maybe yeah. a little false confidence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think it was gonna be as hard as it actually was. And not hard emotionally. I am Totally fine leaving my my son at home. Yeah. Um, I I don't. I've I've gone out of town and left him yeah. for days I, with yes. a babysitter. Like yeah. I really, 
am kind of one of those weird moms that I'm just sort of no, I think like, that's ah, good. Whatever, but this is fine. why I wanted you on <laughs> yeah. here because there are a lot of moms like you and they yeah. need to also be told you're a great mom. You're yeah. a great mom. I have a friend who leaves all the time and she's like, what? No big deal. And it They'll gives me fine. so much freedom. I'm like, you're okay to leave your kids? She's like, I need to. I yeah. actually need to. Yeah. You're yeah. a better mom because you yeah. do it. I'm exactly. Like, I, I told CJ one day, I walked in. And she said, hey, how's it going? You know, you've been back for a couple of weeks now. And I said, CJ, I am a way better mom mm-hmm. when I get to come to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. A way better Same. mom. So I, I just feel really, really lucky that um, and really just so happy that Ford has a great uh, lady, nanny, that stays with him mm-hmm. during the day. So Trey and I can both come to work and be focused. It's it's super easy to leave, and I, mm-hmm. I'm just not worried. So. Um, hardest thing, I, I'm going to have to go with Kate on this one, just getting videos of him mm-hmm. hitting milestone. He rolled over for the first time, and fortunately, she got it on video, but I was like, oh, darn, I missed it. Yeah. Um, but that's that's been probably the hardest part of mm-hmm. of that. And then, you know, when he's not sleeping just the physical At demands. All. Uh-huh. <laughs> we had a good two-week stretch where he was waking up every 30 minutes to an hour. So I'd get about 15 minutes to 45 minutes of sleep in between. Yeah. Um, and coming to work and having a, a pretty a job that is pretty demanding on brain capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that was really difficult for mm-hmm. me. I I had to go to my manager and say, I'm not doing okay right now. Yeah. This last week has been really trying and I'm yeah. I'm I'm not doing okay. I need to take a nap. I yeah. need something. I need sleep. Mm-hmm. I need, I'm not fulfilling my job duties here yeah. right now. So that was really difficult for me, but I saw a lot of breakthrough in being able to actually say I was, I was struggling. Just ask for That's help. Great. Yeah. And ask for the, help. I, I remember me and Mimi had such an interesting conversation about this because she t- was talking about how she um, would be in the middle of the night up with Ford and yeah. would think about the stay-at-home moms that don't get a break, that they wake up in the morning and they have to stay with their kid all day after yeah. they've been tired and grumpy and yeah. or he's going to be crying. <clears throat> and she would think, I am going to get hand him over to the nanny mm-hmm. and I may be tired, but I get a breather. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, that's so crazy because I would think about the working moms yep. when I would be up with my kids when they, because all of our kids do it, where they decide not to sleep and keep us up all night or whatever and think, I can't imagine if I had to get up and yes. get dressed and go face the day. So mm-hmm. I I have a lot of stay-at-home mom friends and we finally got to this point where I'm like, they, cause I get, there, there are some, there, I think there's like a camp of people who think working moms have it easier because you go to the bathroom by yourself or you get to take a break mm-hmm. or you get to talk to adults, which is nice. But I'm like, do you know what it's like to have to run meetings, balance budgets, manage people mm-hmm. on little to no sleep and you haven't had a shower and you're just hoping that what you're saying makes sense yeah. as there's yeah. like vomit on your shoulder. Yes. <laughs> when I, and I would think like, wow, stay-at-home moms, they could stay in their pajamas and they actually don't have to like, they they get to be with their kids all day and they don't have to worry about like presenting things to adults. Like, wow, that. So as, but as I'm talking to, you know, my stay-at-home mom friends, we finally got to this really healthy place where I'm like, they are both equally demanding. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, it's not working moms don't work harder. Stay at home moms don't work harder. Mm-hmm. We are both like motherhood in itself. If you stay at home or if you work is just as demanding. I think it is. It's hard. Totally. Yeah. Because stay at home moms never get a break, but neither do working moms because it's like I work a full-time job and then I go home to a full-time job. And then when I leave, I'm it's like a constant flow of responsibility. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when do I just get to like 
I don't know, you know, stay in my sweats and do nothing. But stay-at-home moms don't get to do that either because they're like, when do I get to not have to answer the needs of tiny little people all the time? Exactly. So, yeah, it is. I, I've spent a lot of time over these last six months sort of trying to get rid of this guilt that I have mm. of, and I'm not talking about like mom guilt. Oh, I went back to work and I leave my kid. That's, I, I don't actually really battle with that very much. Mm-hmm. And that's rare. Yeah. What I battled with was how judgmental I was of all of my friends <laughs> who had had children <laughs> and either stayed at home or went to work. And I was like, God, you're complaining like my day. Oh, my day was really bad. And what are you, what are you, what is wrong with me? <laughs> oh gosh. I feel so bad. I cr- I cried real big Aww. tears with a friend of mine who is a stay-at-home mom that I spent years thinking, well, what does she even do all day? Wow. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was like, I am the worst mm-hmm. possible person. Oh. And I cried to her and I said, I'm so sorry. I yeah. never said that to her. Right. But just like the- I apologized. I yeah. said, I'm so sorry that all these years I've been thinking like <laughs> that you had it so easy. <laughs> Mother, it is hard. It is hard. It is hard. It is really, really hard. And it doesn't matter if you're home or at work. All of it. Mm -hmm. Parenthood is hard. Yeah, it is. Yes. Do you guys, do you and Kate and Mimi, do you guys deal at all with like the stigma? Like for me, and I know people are well-meaning, but a lot of women go like, I just don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know how you do it. Or I'm so sorry you have to work. Or I'm sorry your husband can't, you know, like you can't flip-flop and like, you know, him go do the thing. And I'm like, it just, I know they're well-meaning, but I'm like, man, you're just really driving in the stake in my heart that I feel guilty that I actually like to work. And I, if, even if I didn't have to, I think I still would. Mm -hmm. I definitely still would. Actually, interestingly enough, so the the U.S. workforce, right? So I'm a statistics person. I'm marketing, I love this. Numbers yes. are my game. But the the U.S. workforce, it's like 46% or 48% of the workforce is women. Of that 48%, 70% are working mothers with children under the age of 18. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. And of that 70% with children under the age of 18, 75% of those women are working full-time jobs. That's amazing. So it's actually... The norm. Yeah. The working mom is the norm these days. And, you know, we have a lot of factors to consider why that's the case. Economic downturn, a lot of women Mm -hmm. had to get back in the workforce and things like that. But mm -hmm. it was just really interesting to me to see Mm -hmm. that the majority of women in the workforce are working moms. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's the case in the church. And I think that Mm -hmm. that is outside the church. So in the church, and we're in this, for me, who's in, I'm in full-blown ministry where you're you're a little bit more on the movement side, corporate of the ministry, but like, Mm -hmm. man, the amount of you know, it's it's just wild. I mean, if Derek and I go to anything church-related, they approach Derek and they're like, how's the youth going? How's it being a youth pastor? And he's like, I don't know, ask my, ask wife. my wife. And so, you know, you kind of see that like spin in people. And so, I don't know, Kate, That's you're, great. what have you dealt with that stigma at all? Um, I've obviously heard some comments. I think that's where like me hearing from the Lord about Elena mm-hmm. really is so key because that helps me settle into what mm-hmm. I'm doing and yeah. feeling the confidence and the clarity around 
no, I really know and I'm, I feel mm-hmm. great about continuing to serve Jesus culture and work in the capacity that I am. Mm-hmm. That feels really clear to me in this season. So I'm settled in me. That's good. So what that's revealing in your comment is yeah. where you're coming from, which right. is okay. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's what you value. And mm-hmm. that's beautiful that you value that. Mm-hmm. I think that's where each of us have to really know ourselves and know our seasons, know our capacity. Yeah. And and really it's settle so into wise. being secure. Yeah, in that. I love that, Kate. That's good. Just being confident in yourself and yeah. just knowing your own self. That's really, really important, especially mm-hmm. when those comments start coming your way. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's all, yeah, I feel like it's, I'm probably a day, I, a minute by minute reminding myself. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I'm supposed to be. Totally. And, you know, you said, uh, somebody said about giving up control. Uh, one time somebody said, man, is it so hard? Because my husband, it's way different than most people. He stays home. And somebody said, you're okay to let your husband make all the decisions throughout the day. Because moms very much set the pace. When you leave with your child with a nanny, you're the one giving the directives Mm -hmm. of this is how we do things. And so I have to come home and I get caught up. I'm like, all right, how are we responding? What Mm -hmm. do we do here for, you know, when you get to the discipline? And I'm like, oh, okay. I would have done that differently, but I like the decision that you made and having to like get behind it and like, mm-hmm. oh man, it's so tough, but it is I'm like, okay, God, God, you know, you know better than I do. I think it's so powerful in your household that there's trust mm-hmm. and empower- like there's so many households where the husbands and dads are disempowered mm-hmm. and not trusted and it's micromanaged true. and it's, it's true. It's sad what yeah. that takes away from mm-hmm. the strength that can be there. And I, you know, I have a, I have a beautiful husband where he's he was heartaching to be a dad, and so he has been all in That's from cool. the moment go. So I know, you know, I'm I'm really blessed, yeah. but I think it's I think it's really important actually mm-hmm. to create the space to mm-hmm. empower and trust mm-hmm. our spouses. Yeah, it's so true. That's great. I'm I'm a little bit of maybe the mic the micromanager. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it's just my personality, but uh, Trey and I have done really great just kind of communicating through the whole process. The the other night, Ford woke up around 3.30 in the morning, and he actually woke up pretty much crying. Typically, he'll wake up and kind of talk to himself and then fall back asleep. Sometimes, sometimes he doesn't. But he, he was sort of crying, and it was Trey's night. We swap off every other night. So he gets up with him in the middle of the night one night, and then I do the next night. But it was Trey's night, and uh, Ford was crying, and I kind of sat there for a few minutes, and Trey didn't get up, and I was like, oh, I wonder if he's sleeping through it. Maybe he's not hearing this. Ford is crying now very loudly. Maybe he just doesn't hear. And I said, hey, hey, Trey, are you are you asleep, or, or what's going on? And he said, we're supposed to wait 15 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> no, no, not when he's crying. You can just get up when he's crying. If he's just talking to himself. Just give him 15 minutes. He might go back to sleep. Oh, that's but I had cute. said, like, okay, if he wakes up, let's wait 15. And he was really trying <laughs> to, waiting. like, we're just gonna wait, wait 15, 15 minutes. minutes. And uh, I was like, no, no, I mean, call an audible, man. Like, <laughs> he's, he's been crying for a good five minutes. Like, I'm can pretty you, sure he just wants to Can you eat, tell the so. story of when Trey was sick but had to give Ford a bottle, <laughs> yes. what he did? Okay, so it was the very, it was my first day back to work. And Trey got so sick. We thought he had the flu, maybe uh-huh. strep throat. He had 103-degree fever, Dang. so sick. And it was the nanny's first day as well. And she had been sick. So there was this sort of—we were like, what do we do? So I just said, Trey, you stay home. The nanny's going to come. You just rest, okay? Well, I got up and came to work, and the nanny hadn't gotten there yet. And Ford woke up and needed a bottle. And so Trey went and put— 
Ziploc baggies on his hands <laughs> so that he wouldn't. Oh my god! He didn't so have that gloves. he wouldn't. We didn't have any gloves or anything, so we put Ziploc baggies on his hands to prepare the bottle oh. and feed Ford. <laughs> I love him. So That's the nanny so comes in and he's got Ziploc bags on, <laughs> That's and she's amazing. like, "Is this happening? A thing that we yeah, do? This or? is how we prepare bottles." She's like, "I quit. <laughs> I'm not working for these." She's like, people. "I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna have to find another." Job. No. Nope. Oh my god. <laughs> so he wore Ziploc baggies so he wouldn't get our kids sick. I appreciated it. He was I resourceful. That. I just think that's so sweet. It's <laughs> awesome. It's Trey. <laughs> I would want to know. I had a question for you guys. If you could share a piece of advice to a new mom who's going to go back, she's going to face that first day. What would you have to say to her? What would you tell her? Like, how would you want to prepare her? I might say both. It's totally okay and normal if you cry, and it's okay if you don't cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but also some of the adjustment for me, like, it is okay that priorities and values shift and change. Like, when I get home after a full day of work, I have, you know, I know I have an hour, maybe two hours of quality time with Elena before she goes to bed. And so if the... <laughs> If the house is not as clean as I would like it to be or if it usually is in past seasons, like that is a completely normal priority shift and let it go. Mm-hmm. It's okay that the nanny helps with that the next morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be Kate. Mm-hmm. I, let's just say She's I want to be Kate. <laughs> the way you process, I'm all... Mm-hmm. Can my brain work like Kate, please? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so like awesome. And I'm like, oh, wow, I wish I could have done that. Mm-hmm. Can we rewind life 18 years and I want to go try that out? See, it's because I've heard from women like you that that's okay. <laughs> yeah. permission. So I mean, like, in those moments, I mean like, yes, this is totally okay. I feel yeah. like it took me so long to figure out like, it's okay to value that time with your kid. Mm-hmm. And um, the house will get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. I have two things. One is just a practical. So at night, I turn my phone on D&D and put it away. And I just really focus on Ford. And D&D we get, is do not disturb. Do not disturb. Um, and I, I just spend really good time, like, connecting with him. Mm-hmm. And that's the time that I – because for the most part, he wakes up before – or wakes up after I've left mm-hmm. for work. So – the two hours when I'm home is the time I get with him before he takes a bath and goes to bed. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, it's a practical thing. I just put my phone away. Mm-hmm. I'm not on my phone. I'm not looking at Facebook. I'm not really doing a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just focus on him. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'd spend, you know, five minutes kind of studying his face, looking, you know, it, it's, it, he mm-hmm. doesn't really do a whole lot yet. He's six mm-hmm. months, but he's mm-hmm. fun and he laughs. And so I just really focus on him, and I think that that has been just a really great way of us to have just a little bit of time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing I would say is when when you walk away that first morning, you're going to feel a lot of things, mm-hmm. and you there's a little bit of emotion there. Mm-hmm. There's anger mm-hmm. that Absolutely. you have to go or, you know, anger that you, you can't stay or whatever it is. There's, there's a lot of different emotions. And something that I did, I drive into work and I talk to myself, okay, what am I feeling today and why am I feeling that? And just that very first day driving in and I was like, why am I so mad right now? Mm. And I I just processed through it with myself and said, you know, talk to God too. And I said, God, like, just help me feel peaceful today. Help me not be angry. Help me, you know, whatever mm. it was. 
you're going to feel a lot of things. Mm. And all of those feelings are wonderful. Mm. And they're good. And they're okay. And they're normal. Yeah. It's normal. Mm. That's so mm. good. Yeah. I would say um, to not do it alone. Um, I get all the DMs I get. I was just reading one to reference where she's pre-med student. She wants to be a doctor. It's her dream to be a surgeon. She's like, I know I'm going to work 80 hours a week. And she said, and everything in me wants to pursue a relationship and children, but I know that I can't because it's not okay to be a working mom. And she's just like wrestling with all this internal. And I'm like, what? Like, we have to let other voices in because I would, I would have had a breakdown, an absolute emotional breakdown if I did not have so many other voices speaking into me, helping me. I'm not like Kate. I'm not as steady and solid on my own. Like I can't get there without like, I need lots of coaching. And um, I'm like, I need people to look me in the eyes and remind me that I am doing what God asked me to do mm-hmm. and that it is, I need that guilt broken off of me consistently. Um, and I need a, I need people around me. So I would say just don't internalize all that guilt as a mom. Don't internalize all those feelings and make sure you find some nice, healthy voices around you to celebrate you. Even if it's just one, even if it's this podcast, I don't know if, if you don't have anybody <laughs> around you, I would say like, just get, get someone where you can say, can I just be honest about all the good, bad, and the ugly that I like driving down the driveway away from my kids. And then I cry. Um, and then also to, yeah, make the time count. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all in the same boat. I get about two hours with, with my kids and I'm like, oh man, I, it's just so important to stay ultra focused in that time so that they, they know. And you know, there's all the sayings, like it's not quantity, it's quality. And so um, I really try to make the time that I do have with them on the weekends and, you know, holidays and days off for it to really, really count. That's yeah. actually one thing that is in my process of embracing mm-hmm. a nanny during the day. I just felt like, you know what? She gets really focused care yeah. throughout the day because somebody, somebody is there with her. And then when I get home, I'm really hungry to be with her and I'm super present. Mm-hmm. So that's that's also a value to know, for, I think, for working moms. That yeah. if, you, if you can do a setup like that where there's mm-hmm. quality care and then if you if you're present when you're home, man, Mm. that's, that's an amazing setup Mm -hmm. for your child. Yeah, it is. And like we're teaching our kids and and stay-at-home moms are teaching their kids too. So it's not like to downplay that at all, but I am teaching my daughter to, you know, that it's okay to do this and to go after the things in her heart and to... And to do hard things that even you don't want to do Mm -hmm. some days Mm -hmm. because you have a bigger vision. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. for who you are. Yeah. yeah. And now that she's, you know, she's in first grade now, she'll be in and we have conversations. She asked me the other day, "Why do you why do you leave every day?" Yeah. And so, you know, as, and then there's the two parts of it where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm crying on the inside and wanting to tell her I won't." And then get to set her down and say, "You know, my mommy does this." And I explain to her ministry and then I explain to her, you know, all the things that we have are because mommy and daddy work mm-hmm. and that's a value that we have in this home. We 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 work hard and so you know, as they get older and I'm seeing it, you know, when she, it's funny too, when she plays Barbies or plays house, the moms go to work. It's mm. so, she said, okay, she has, she always has a Nana in the mm. play. Nana's here because mommy's going to work now. Mm. And the little mommy doll walks away and it's just part of her, which I just, I think that's so mm-hmm. cool. Yes, like, absolutely. Oh my gosh, this is, you know, her, her norm is that mm-hmm. this is possible. And Becky, mm-hmm. rest assured, that's how I played Barbies as well. So Lucy's yes. going to be amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I started work when um, Lake was about two. Yeah. 
And I had been home with my girls. And when he turned two, I just had this, I think I'm supposed to go back to work. And I just remembered this as you guys were talking. One of my favorite things, I only worked three days a week and it was like four hours. But um, my father-in-law would watch him one day a week for me. And my favorite was when he would do his ginormous poop when he wasn't with me. (laughs) Because he, at that stage, it was like on schedule for like the ginormous poop. And then I just remember towards the end, he changed his schedule and my father-in-law would bring him. And it was like, he'd walk into my office doors and poop. (laughs) And I was so sad. I was like, this is the point of me working that I don't have to change the ginormous poop. (laughs) Yes, And now- not only do I have to change it, you've actually stunk up the office and I'm embarrassed. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, that's just a random story that's for all so you funny. listeners that maybe needed to yeah. hear about to laugh. You know, I was thinking, Erica and I talked like, hey, we were home with our kids, but we've worked through our kids' high school years. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, you Lucy says those things to you. My high schooler still says that to me. <laughs> well, that's funny. Raya still says to me, you're going to work, mm-hmm. but I'm home today. I'm like, I still have to go to work. I feel the same way about leaving them. They, mm-hmm. they can, I can leave them alone mm-hmm. because they can open the front door yeah. and they can handle some of them are yeah. driving. But as a mom, yeah, I'm still like, a mom. I feel the same. Mm-hmm. I sit at work and I'm like, okay, wait, they've been alone for this many hours. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I gotta go home. You know, I, yeah. I, I feel the same thing still in me. And yeah. I wonder about when am I, can I, am I ever going to leave them home alone a mm. night or uh, maybe when they're 21? <laughs> I'll think about it as well. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just, and I, I was thinking the Bible doesn't make no con- distinction between a working mom and a stay-at-home mom. Mm-mm. Like it just talks about mom, um, we are as a father an expression of mm-hmm. God, mm-hmm. you know, and he we're all the same mm-hmm. in that way. So I was just thinking so we are supposed to give each other grace yes. as women and champion each other mm. on as moms. That, we need each other. So is there so is good. no space for. I, 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 what I remember about my, when I was young, a young mom, I really thought about the moms um, who really want to stay home but can't. Mm-hmm. Being in that spot mm-hmm. of you have to. And I, mm-hmm. I thought a lot about what they're going through emotionally mm-hmm. um, because I, I realized for me, the way I looked at it, I was, we were able to do this. Right. I yeah. stayed at home because we were able to mm-hmm. handle it. So these, that's all another this, thing. Yeah. And like when one mom looks at, on another mom, you don't know what's going on inside of them. Mm-hmm. You don't know the struggles or moms mm-hmm. who have to work three jobs yeah, um, because so there's true. no dad, single yeah, moms. Single moms you know, yeah. We mm-hmm. need to cheer each other on. It's so true. I yeah. love that. That is, yeah. oh, I love that. That's a perfect way to, to just sum it up. Like all the moms, motherhood is just hard and let's all just be nice to each other and proud of one another. It yeah. really is. Just listening to you guys, I'm like, today was Lake's last day of school mm-hmm. at a, and he's going to a new school next year. So he's a little emotional mm-hmm. and I had to pick him up. It was a really short day. I picked him up at 10 and I drove him home and then I had to turn right back around and You're come fine. back to work. Yeah. yeah. And you just sit there like, this is okay, right? Yeah. He's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not, because it's weird. Teenagers are weird. Okay. <laughs> like you love them with all their might, but you can be with them for six hours and they won't say words to you. Mm-hmm. But yet when you say, Hey, 
I'm going to go do this errand. They're like, what? You're leaving? You're like, why are you, you leaving me? You knew and I I'm was like, here? <laughs> oh, do you want to talk to me? No, no. I just want your presence near me because that matters. And you're like, it does? Like, so it's this weird yeah. space of being a working mom that I'm in right now of like, you don't feel needed. So like I come to work like, woohoo, I'm doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And then every once in a while, you just have this moment of like, like it's so apparent how your kids need you where your kids are mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. they need you to survive. Yeah. yeah. Yes. My kids can survive yeah. without me, <laughs> but they I know. weirdly. We, we hang around at home for when they need us. And there's no yeah. rhyme or reason. <laughs> and there's no stability, <laughs> consistency. It's like they're upstairs. And when they come down, they're like, where are you? What are you doing, mom? And it's the minute that dad and I went out to exercise or whatever. When are you going to be home? I miss you. Like, Like, I needed that 10 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You missed me? What are you talking about? Oh, gosh. I even said to Lake, I'm like, do you want to do something fun tonight? Because your last night, you know, like your first Mm -hmm. night of summer. He's like, eh, we'll see. I'm all, okay. All right. (laughs) It's a, fun. it's a waiting game. I feel like in That's high funny. school right now, it's just a waiting game. We just hang in the wings. Yeah. And just wait. But it's not bad. But I no. want to. I want to be there as much as I was there. You need like when a we were, new, they were younger. There's like mm. it sounds like hearing you guys over the past couple of years process parenting teenagers, it's like it all changes again. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. have the baby and then it's like, okay, I got baby. Like I've got toddlers down right now. I'm like, I I got it. I get it. Yeah. I'm like when teenagers come, I'm like, what are we going to do? There's like this middle ground that's super fun that you guys will hit where like they <laughs> think you're awesome in yes. everything you do, which and they're not, they aren't peeing their pants. They're not pooping. They yeah. sleep all night by themselves. They can even like get their own cereal. Oh, it's like elementary and school. And then they like, like the they start to sing songs that you all like together in the car. It's not all like Barney and yes. Elmo. And then they like, they really enjoy doing things with you. Like, yeah, let's all go to the state fair. This is going to be so much fun. And like you do everything in this little pod, family pod. And it's so fun. And then, <laughs> Puberty. and then they go through this stage now. Like I was just, we were just talking. We used to, Erica and I built this friendship because we would take all of our kids. So me and her and six kids go do these, like go to the lake and they would just have a blast. It's not so much fun anymore because they all have opinions. <laughs> Nobody wants to do the same thing. They get bored. And I'm oh like, oh my gosh. All right. It's a new. It's no fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Emma, I am not involving me and CJ in a beach day unless you have plans. I know what's going on in your head. Oh my Your gosh. friends' heads because they like, mom, you and CJ are fun. But then they tell us. Well, we will be at the beach for five minutes and then we're going to go to Dutch Bros. And then we, so it becomes this, we're racing back and forth at at their whim. And I stood strong last night, but I don't know if it's going to last till tomorrow. But I said, no. I've heard that parenting teenagers is you're just chauffeuring. It's like full-time chauffeur. Oh, 100%. (laughs) That's awesome. Anyway, I'll have to say. (laughs) We love it. We I didn't have to do it when my kids were little, which I think I would have struggled with guilt. I, Becky and I have talked a lot about this too, which I don't know if you guys are as affected by social media, but mm. stay-at-home moms love to post. <laughs> they love to post everything pretty they do in their home, every mm-hmm. cute outfit their kid's wearing, yes. every party they planned and decorated for, which I think is great. Yeah. I'm not mocking it or saying it's bad, Yeah, they but have for the- me, like... Even like, even me as a teenage mom who my kids, like we just talked about, 
Mm-hmm. You don't know if they want you there or not half the time. Mm-hmm. You just have these moments of like, like I see moms with their teenage daughter, like going to a concert together and you go like, Ooh, cause I would say no right now. Cause I'm tired mm-hmm. with work. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't, I don't want to go out that night and mm-hmm. go to a, you know, Carrie Underwood mm-hmm. concert and mm-hmm. scream my head off. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, Am I missing something? Justin Bieber. We did do Justin Bieber. Good job. See? That was rough. Yeah. That's a a real price you pay Mm -hmm. to go to Justin Bieber. But, you know, you see these things on social media that just push your buttons. Like, ooh, Mm -hmm. what have I missed? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or have I missed it? Or is it okay that I missed it? Or yeah. the sick days that lots of moms, and social media is, it's just evil. But when they <laughs> post like, I'm home with my baby and she's puking and I just, she needs me. And I'm like, my baby's home puking too. And I'm in a meeting and, you know, it's just hard. I'm like, you know, it's just hard. That's why what Kate said, having the direct word from the Lord. So, you know, in those moments, like, oh gosh, I'm okay. I'm okay. My kids are okay. They're not going to, you know. Yeah. I think one of the big things on the topic of social media is um, like milestone comparison for your kids. Oh. <laughs> oh, So-and-so's doing this by now. And you're like, oh yeah, my gosh. We have, Trey and I have really good friends who had a daughter the day before Ford was born and they post, oh, she's sitting up. Oh, she's rolling all over the place. And I'm like, well, Ford's a wet blanket and just lays there. So guess we got it done. You know, I'm like, oh man, he's just not hitting that milestone. Like, yeah. oh. Yes. I've, I've really had to start scaling back on the oh. the comparison yep. bit of that. And, you know, I mean, I, I see the same things, the, the moms doing all the great stuff, but I'm like, whatever, I don't have yeah. time for that. <laughs> I'm yep. good. Yeah. But the, with the, my kids' development is usually where I'm a little more like, oh gosh, he's not doing that yet. Is this a problem? Is he okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. That's where I'm like, Oh, shoot, it's been six months. I should probably post pictures of my child. <laughs> yep. That's, That's what Kate's on the I opposite feel, end I of the spectrum. I feel like bad that I haven't posted pictures of my child yet. It's <laughs> okay. You're busy being with her. You're like, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's, I, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I have to say, from a stay-at-home mom, I only admire working moms. I haven't ever had thoughts of um, that somehow it was less of a mom job, but I know I see the stigma and you, when you see social media, you do see some things that people post that you're like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. that might hurt a bit. Mm -hmm. If you're a working mom, like Mm -hmm. so glad I'm always with my children or (laughs) whatever it is, things that you're like, Oh, they're not meaning that, but that, Mm -hmm. that could sting. And, um, I, I look at you three and think, um, Jesus culture wouldn't be where it is. Mm if you guys didn't choose to step into and trust the Lord Mm -hmm. in this process. And I think God is doing so much with women in ministry Mm -hmm. right now that hasn't been an an okay, a yes for so many people have felt held down or there isn't a place or there's not a place once you become a mom. And so I applaud you guys for doing it. I do think there's something to be said. I, I felt really moved when you just brought up. There's also the piece of the the single moms that are having to do it mm-hmm. just to support their families. And for us to figure out as a community of women, how we stand behind, how we applaud, how we value and, and see people, see women better. I think it matters. I, I think there are um, 
women in our midst, you know, I think social media is a different topic with it, but we can talk about, we talk about our highlights so much that we miss people. You know, I think sometimes when you're constantly talking about your successes or what you've bought with this, you, you forget where people are also walking and struggling. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. I just think as women, as we sit here and look at the two different perspectives, like I loved when Mimi and I were processing, I feel bad for the women that go to work on a hard night and you imagine a woman that has to stay home with a cranky baby. And it was like, if we all stopped and saw that, mm-hmm. where would we be? Yeah, I love that. You know, thanks for giving us a space to share. CJ, I love that you brought this topic up. And again, every it's funny as the podcast grows. Every time after we share something, we get lots of DMs like, "Well, you didn't talk about this, or what about this?" So just a disclaimer: we know there's lots of things we didn't cover. Yes, and <laughs> we will hopefully have this conversation again. But yes, and have different working moms. Yeah. Have working moms that are doing it just to make it, mm-hmm. or. Um, yeah. are happily escaping <laughs> which is also just fine yep <laughs> yep absolutely well thanks so much for joining us ladies it is always so fun to just have these conversations with you and um we should have like a new this is this title is actually like authentic you unedited there are no edits to this podcast you guys like some podcasts get put together and all the things are taken out we don't do that here that's why we end up talking for 45 minutes on gum and poop and all kinds of <laughs> do things. we really not edit them no Oh. <laughs> all the things you say are uh, the things whoops. that come out whoops you gotta Thanks. watch yourself I know. <laughs> all right ladies I'm thanks sorry. so much please continue to dm us at authenticu.ay on instagram we do read them and love them and we're getting our future content ideas from what you ladies are suggesting so we would love for you to um just connect with us there and let us know what you want to hear more about all right we'll see you next time thanks for listening Please subscribe to our podcast. And if you like the show, be sure to leave us a review. Connect with us on Instagram at authenticu.ay. We would love to hear from you.